Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Two nights ago, I got a great honor of being asked to speak for Helping Parents Heal. It's a global organization. You can find it at helpingparentsheal.org. And as you can imagine, it is a group for parents who have children now living in the spirit world. So it was an opportunity to share my story, share the latest news with me in the afterlife, and it was really a wonderful reception. I invited the parents to join us for our Friday demonstration of transmediumship, which just happened. And I was left really moved by the event and I want to share it with you today. Now, just because I share about the afterlife doesn't mean I don't have any fear of certain things. Now, we all have a skeptical mind, and I know when I got interested in studying the afterlife, there were some things that seemed okay, and then there's some things that seemed a little far out there. And I know I've played snippets from transmedium demonstrations before, But I want to play a little bit more today. To the skeptical mind, you may feel that a trance medium is someone who just puts on a different voice. They have things practiced, rehearsed, and that it's not 100% legitimate. And while all kinds of mediums, there are legitimate and non-legitimate, if that's a word, for the past Almost two years, every Friday, I've been with medium Scott Milligan online doing one of these demonstrations of trance mediumship. It starts out that people close their eyes and do what we call sitting for healing. And it's an opportunity to just be guided by his words, have the intention to send healing to those that need it and receive it. Scott also sits after he finishes speaking the meditation part, and out of the quiet, you will hear a different voice arise. He allows his controls, his workers, his friends, his guides, whatever you wish to call them in the spirit world, to use him and speak through him. Now, a trance medium is someone who brings through a voice of someone who has previously lived. People that call themselves channelers are bringing through their highest wisdom from their soul. Do I believe in all trance mediums and all channelers? I don't. It takes years of practice and dedication, learning how to quiet your mind, 
having good intention about serving humanity. But anyways, long story short is a huge number of the parents from Helping Parents Heal came on to our demonstration today. And some of the questions just really moved me and the answers that were given by our friend in the spirit world. So whether you believe in this form of mediumship or you don't, doesn't matter. What I want you to do is listen to the answers given about life, death, grief, suicide, the other side. There's so much. Okay. So again, this is through the mediumship of Scott Milligan. And if you'd like to join us on one of our Fridays, you can absolutely do so. The home base is wedontdie.com. Click on the store button and you'll find it. It's called In the Arms of Eternity. You can leave a donation or you can use coupon code free and join us. So you'll hear me now asking Eric, who is our friend in the unseen world, different questions. Now, Eric is a gentleman who died late in the 1800s, and he's pretty extraordinary. So let's listen. If it is so your wish, let us proceed in the usual manner. Yes, thank you. Well, we have a number of new friends with us today from an organization called Helping Parents Heal. And their children have migrated into your world. And some, this is the very first time that they've even thought about looking for evidence of the afterlife. And I'm wondering if you could speak to them. I know the words will help many, but also they're desperate to feel the love from their child. Could you talk about this? My friend, anyone who has someone who has stepped in front of them, their hearts will always remain so sore. And it is hard for one to convince others that your children and those who you love and care for live on and never too far away. But because so many do not feel and miss the opportunities, and what I mean by miss opportunities, by the signs that are shared, and simply fall like the drop of rain. For in your time, When you think of your child, if the thoughts are imbued with happiness, your children think with you. And through the silent fragrance of love that touches your senses, they give you a glimpse that death has not silenced them. I have spoken on numerous occasions to so many people by telling the story that within our world children do not cry, for in our world there is no sickness, for in our world there are no one who will hurt or affect or end someone else's existence. For your children will always know laughter. And that laughter they wish to give to all who have known them. 
for if they are to step across the stream, they will play within the mud, they will play within the sands, they will play within the shores of our world, and no harm will come to them. But when it is your time for your light to end within your world, they will be there to steady the path by taking you by the hand and seeing you across the stream. And never again will your hands be separated. For what you feel the time has robbed is here and is shared instantly back with you. We wish so much for your world to know through the senses of other gifted individuals that help others who have fallen to their knees to rise again. We do not take your children, but we will hold them close, and your families will surround them. Your families will love them. And we will continue to try wherever we can to wipe away the tears so that you could feel or see or hear them. For in your dreams as you dream each night, your children come. Some may be seen, some may be heard, but your children are there. For if this is your first step upon the path of investigating another view that the seed is sown and now it starts to grow, that your children's love will never die. Their memories will not fade, their voice will not be forgotten. If you think of the one you love, they are there within the stream of your thoughts. They are perfect. And in the reality of our world, they are perfect. Each of you who have assembled here each of you have felt the pain, what we do not wish for you, but comes from the shadows of falling in love. Grief has gripped you. For when the sun sets upon your finest day and darkness seems to consume you, you look to the heavens and see the stars. Stars that you cannot touch, cannot hear, but can only see. Your children can see you. Your children play with their fingers through your hair. They may not be felt. It does not mean they are not there. Any one of the cloth says, 
that your child has died speaks a lie, a cruel lie. The body may not be there, but your child is much more. Your child brings you happiness. Your child may bring you tears of happiness and tears of sadness and stress that a child should do. As you steady them through the life, sharing your wisdom with them so that one day they will pass the knowledge to another. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are listening to Eric through the mediumship of Scott Milligan. You, my friends, you are deeply loved, but we are aware that certain words that we share with you may be valueless to you. For I was a father that had children that stepped in front of me, and I have felt the pain and I feel it no more. For when I cross the stream to see my wife, under her arms were my children, and every sense of pain that had gripped my world was a distant memory. But my children told me that every day that they passed, they walked with me. For every time I spoke of them, they spoke with me. Live your life, my friends, in the knowledge that those who stood firmly with you still do. But the sadness of the story that many of you do not speak to one another that you bury these thoughts deep within you. For there is a mother, a father, that on this very day has slipped into a hell and needs someone like you to tell them that it is okay and right to be angry. It is okay to scream as loud as one can to the voice is not heard no more. So that through this experience, this devastating moment, you all bind together and know that on your darkest day there is a shining star 
that no hand can touch, that only love can hold. Sandra, my dear, I will never tire or lose my passion, for a child is a gift, and we are all children, are we not? We are. We have a mom that has a question that I'd like to read as well, follow up to this. My friend, I trust that they are well. Yes, thank you. Uh, She writes, when we lose a loved one, especially a child, how do we find the strength to carry on without them? We have lost our whole world and life on earth now feels meaningless. Here is now a torturous place to be trapped in. Well, my friend, as one slips into the darkest moment, you are not alone. It is to speak to others who have had similar experiences that you will find the strength from each other to talk about your children, to talk about the experience, to allow the emotion to flow, not to be consumed in a pressure that wants to be released. You have come from an organization where some have found strength by talking. There are still stories to be told, experiences to be shared. You wish everything good for your child. Your child wishes everything good to be for you. We, who are more seasoned in the understanding of communication, can see your pain, but your child does not see it. Because, my friends, your child only wishes to give you love and to remind you that they are there. As hard as it may be, allow your mind just to be open that your child will never give up trying to let you know that they love you. Love can never die. Love will never let go. Love will never be lost. This love that you felt then is stronger than you feel now. I cannot tell you how you face your day, but I will tell you that you can face this day. For as you rise, As your children stand with you, support one another. We will continue to support your world and each of you, no matter how old or young your body may be, you are loved. And we will never lose you. We will always hold you. We will always love you. It will never be pleasing, my dear. But if that is satisfactory, let us move along. Thank you, Eric. Would you talk about babies that have been lost to miscarriage in the spiritual realm? Will the mothers recognize them when their time comes to transition? Of course, my friend, of course. 
a child that comes to our side of life that is known by mother or father but may not be physically touched will be loved and will continue to develop within our world. We must consider, my friends, and for the purpose of my explanation, I ask you, when one is happy, time has passed so quickly. When one is sad and feels the stress of life, time seems to slow down. Your world is in the grips of time. Our world knows no time. So for us, a simple passing of an afternoon can be a lifetime to each of you. So your child will be met within our world. If a family member wishes, they will look after the child until the mother or father comes to our side of life. You may say to me, Eric, but I have not seen my child for many years. How will I recognize them? Quite simply, the child has been watching yourself, and therefore a child will then run towards you, and you will instantly know one another. If it is a baby, a baby can grow like any child. It can attend schooling. It can attend experience. It will not feel pain as I have described this day. But your minds work in time. We do not know time. We have forgotten it. So for us, it is a brief breath until you join us. If my friends, if we are to look upon this matter, if you desire to have children, but for circumstance or environment, you are not blessed by God how you see God to be. You can have children in our world. As many children have been unloved by your world, but are loved deeply by ours. We yearn for family. The family will be there. We forget about pain and frustration. We only know happiness. So, my friend, if a child was not drawn breath, it draws breath within our world and will always claim you to be their mother and father. Is that pleasing for you? It is, thank you. I have a question from another mom that is with us here. And we and trust, trust that you are well. <laughs> yes, thank you. She says, is it true that if someone, when they die, they carry the last emotion to their next life? And she goes on, if it is true, what can we do to relieve our child if he has died by suicide due to the feelings of hopelessness and distress? We do not want them to carry this burden into the next life. How can we help them? What a very kind question and a very thoughtful question. And may I say to all of you, what seems to hold them deeply today is forgotten tomorrow. What seems to be so hard and weary 
is nothing when you come to our side of life, as what may have plagued the mind and the body is instantly wiped away. It is like, my friends, if you dream and you know you have dreamt, but when you wake, what seems to have held you in that dream is forgotten. You know you have dreamt, but you can't remember it. So when a child comes to our side of life or any person that may have come by the act of their own hand, be through circumstance or situation, that is wiped away. It is wiped away, my friends. What seems to be the distraction then is no more. For when they come across the stream, there is someone there that they recognize that is giving them love and encouragement. If they are to turn and to face and say, where has everyone gone? There are others who will educate and share with them in the most sympathetic manner and say, your life on earth has come to its end, but you continue, do you not? And of course, if a mother and father is in distress, we will try our best to then calm the mind, and the one you have loved and missed will draw close to you and try to calm the situation, but they themselves will not feel distressed. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, 
and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much more. Much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the Coast to Coast AM.com website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're going to love this. Just get on over to Coast to Coast AM.com and start your free listening now. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are listening to Eric talk about suicide through the transmediumship of Scott Milligan. When you look upon this matter, that the situation that has caused them such distress has led them to the path of taking their own existence, their pain has ended and they pass it to the family that is left behind. And these are the ones we try to give as much support and healing to as no one wishes to receive that gift. If, my friends, that you are listening to these words and seems familiar on your journey, if you could muster the strength to silence your mind and speak to those who have gone and say in your own way, I don't know why, but I love you. 
and to think of your children and those who have gone, not by the act of what took them, but to go back into happier times, to remember them when there were smiles and laughter, when their memories are strong. It will be a breath of the fresh air that all of you need. As grief seems to smother and become stagnant, and we wish you to breathe deeply, the way of honoring is by sharing with others who may be fragile at this moment or walking through hell like you have done to say that they are not alone. There is so many unanswered questions, and one we hear quite often, what if? Don't punish yourselves, my friends. Don't punish yourselves. There are acts that are done, situations that cannot be changed, but we can always support others. And once again, I will say to all of you, if someone comes to our side of life through situations like I have described, whatever has led them to that point, like ailment, is instantly forgotten. When they find strength and when they are more robust, if they wish to ask questions, there are many of my world who are seasoned and skilled in speaking back to them in a manner that causes no distress. What one feels they have missed in this world, they find in ours. Is that pleasing for you? Yes. Thank you, Eric. We have our friend Mike here. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Hello, my boy. I trust that you are well. I'm as well as can be expected. Thank you, Eric. My daughter Beth transitioned by suicide. Um, be two years in March. Her nana and granddad are still with us at the moment, and they seem to be experiencing a lot of visitations at the moment. They're both in their 80s. They seem convinced at the moment they are feeling her presence. And one of those things is they, they can smell her perfume. I just wondered, is, is there a reason, do you think, asking Eric, that um, they seem to be more receptive at the moment? Is it, is it their house? Is it their time of life that they can maybe feel Beth around them? Well, my friend, I may say this to you, that any time that anyone becomes aware of our world is a time of celebration. It then allows someone to understand that death has not ended. It is only transformed. But may I say this to you, that your daughter, I don't like shortening names, you know, my friend, <laughs> your daughter Bethany. would always love everyone. And of course, my friend, you have the opportunity 
as we have discussed on numerous occasions of speaking to our world, the extended part of her family may find this form of communication slightly different, and therefore they may wish to experience the daughter, not the messenger. So, my friend, I say this to you. Do not concern yourself at the moment that you think that certain members of your family may be drawing to the end of their journey or becoming more sensitive through situation. Concern yourself this, my friend, that maybe more of your family should be aware that your dear child wants to love everyone. And when they speak of her, they speak of the happiness that she brought into their lives. But is it not wonderful, my friend, that your daughter has found the strength to make others aware. We just need to then strengthen you, my boy. <laughs> yes. So from your experiences, when you wish to write the story of how you have lived through this, you can write it with confidence to know that your daughter writes with you. So that any other person that may be experiencing the pain can read through your words and understand that death will not silence, that death is not the end of everyone, that there is more life, but in a different manner. Your words are so true, Eric. With the love of your dear daughter, to everyone of her family. She is there with you and with everyone. If that is pleasing for you, my boy. As always, thank you, Eric. You are indeed most welcome, my friend. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Eric. Eric, we have two ladies that uh, I'd like to kind of combine the question because they're very similar. They're having a tough time. They both are well. Yes, thank you. Okay. This one says, I have been really down. I do not feel fulfilled with work or with my husband. And I have this extreme feeling to leave my family and to quit my job. How can I overcome this feeling of dread? I want to be happy, but I can't seem to overcome this. And the other fine lady is dealing with the fear of the future. Well, my friend, if one chooses to take that step, that is your choice. But from an old dead man, I say, before you take that step, take a breath. And maybe honesty is the tonic to the situation. For if you are unhappy, then we must discuss why you are unhappy. Running away from situations may not be the wisest choice, but honesty can be painful, but it can also be healing. That certain members of your family may be blissfully unaware that you feel such dread at this moment, but a simple conversation may cause a reaction for healing. This time of year, 
is often the thought of, of our world, where we give the most deepest support, that you have had the festival of light, and now you seem to slip back into darkness. So, my friend, a wiser person would say, you can run, you can hide, or haven't you not run and hidden too much already? If you hide, the world will miss you. Maybe we should have a conversation and say, this is how I feel. What would you wish for me to do? Then you hear their thoughts, and then you can say, this is what I want to do. But take a breath before you react. Now you have made your thoughts audible to this gathering, and this gathering is here for healing, so healing will be shared to the one that fears what is to come. Fear will only create fear like fire, and fighting fire with fire only makes the greater fire. I have often said, and I will share it with you, if we were to tell you what is to come, will you run towards it or run away from it? The situation that is facing you, it is only because you are a sensitive, it seems to grip you more than others. To have time for contemplation, but also to give your love to the world in the form of the healing balm that you can offer, will start to dampen the fires, and peace will come. Your world is changing. Thank God it is. For if you are to look back, did your world not see war, famine, disease, finance, corruption, segregation? This situation has brought all of you together. We just hope that humanity binds together and choose to change your path, to give love to the earth, respect to one another. Because you don't have to love them, you just have to respect them, but to respect all life. We'll take our last break now and we'll come back with some interesting questions. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just 
disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're listening to Eric through the transmediumship of Scott Milligan. No one's born bad, you know. It is something they grow into, and we pray they grow out of. So let's not fear tomorrow. 
Let's live for today. Then tomorrow won't seem so overbearing. But you can make yourself a promise that you will think of ten things that is positive. And then if you find the strength when you find your ten things, add three more. Then you can say what you're thankful for. The root of all unrest can be greed. I want more, and I don't care who I stand on for it. That is not the way to live. It is to give everyone the opportunity. For was it not said to break bread with thy brother? to give love to each of you. You may not receive it back, but your soul has given it. It is up to them how they take it. Is that pleasing for them? Thank you very much. Yes, Eric. Right. starts to fade from me. Let us continue. All right. Very good. Well, we have a friend here. I'm going to ask a question on her behalf. And I trust that they are well. Yes, thank you. She says, I often speak to the spiritual world, especially to my stepfather. Do they always hear us when we are talking to them? Well, my friend, this brings amusement to me. Because I will ask you, when you speak to each other in your world, do you always listen to every word? Even though you may hear them, but do you accept them? Do you digest them? Do you respond to them? In our world, we hear your thoughts. We feel your love. So, my friend, I say we do become receptive to it. But it's down to the individual if they wish to respond to it. What I mean by that, my friend, if you think of myself or indeed of a family member, no matter if they are your step or your birth, they still have loved you. If you think of them strongly, there is a light that catches our attention. We know you're thinking of us. We may be inquisitive to find out why you're thinking of us. Or we just simply smile and continue our duty. But we respect that you have given us thought, and in return we give you love. If you ask young Daniel of his opinion, he often speaks that mother-in-laws seem to be the ones that don't get spoken to so often. But they just simply wish to love and wish the best for all. As you are all children, you may then become a mother or a father, or you may become a husband and a wife, and then a mother, a father, father-in-law, and so on and so forth. These other titles continue to get added to, but the love is still there. It is funny, you know, I speak of young Daniel, he's chomping at the bit to speak, and I've said no. 
He is trying to interrupt me. And I say this, I pay no attention to his faults. He thinks of me. I do not think of him. At this moment, it is only when I relinquish control, then we can have a proper conversation. I have often said I am the voice of many. But you say it is my thoughts, it is our thoughts. Every thought is heard if it chooses. It seems to be, my friends, that we are able to hear you more clearly than you can hear us. So you may not hear our words, but you may see our influence as you walk through your day. We may draw attention to a sound, a vision, an experience, which then promotes a thought or a memory that has a chain reaction. So, my friend, when you say, does he hear me? Of course he does. Do you become aware of him? I hope you do. Is that pleasing for our friend? Yes, thank you, Eric. I will take one more inquiry. Okay, I'll also read this question from a friend who's with us. I trust that they are well. Yes, thank you. The question is, my older brother passed at three months old before I was born. I had told my mother of a specific memory that I had, and her reply was, that happened when Michael was alive. You hadn't been born yet. Is it possible for me to have his memory? Oh, of course, my friend. Remember, your brother is within our world. He wishes to share with his younger siblings of his life and experience. For when you come on Christmas morn, he would be there. Any experience of your world that brings your family together, he will be there. So he wishes to share with everyone. We must ask ourselves, from that experience, did it then promote within Michael's mother's, your mother's mind, that Michael may live on? Or has it convinced us, saying, oh my goodness, he must still be here, instead of thinking he is not? Our world weaves thoughts through your reality continuously. Some of you are aware of it. Some are not. And that is why many people sleepwalk through their existence, not hearing the calls of our world. Do you think, my friends, when we are dead, we don't care? Do you think? when we are dead, we don't wish to be amongst you. Even though the great vibrations that await you are truly breathtaking, we still love you. We still wish the best for you. And given the opportunities, we will still speak with you. Love will never die. The fire is too strong to be put out. 
Our love for you is the strongest wind that can blow. Our love for you is deeper than the ocean. It is older than the mountains. It is wiser than the sun. Our love for you knows no limits. The love you have for us and for each other is truly breathtaking. We will always share with you as often as we can in your experience of your brother plants within the minds of those. He must still be here. And here he is. What a wonderful time you'll have, you know, when you come to our side of life. I wonder what profanities, experiences you'll have. It will be truly an amazing experience when you are equal, when you can see one another, hear one another, hold one another. No matter what age one was, always be older. Some may say maybe a little wiser, but my friends, you are stronger together. Love as I have said, is a thread that will never be severed. It will only bind you. As we have started this day, some of you may be strangers as we leave as friends. Some of you will still feel the pinch of what has happened, but upon this promise we give all of you, that our world will continue to give the rays of healing through others and through yourselves, as it is a promise that we have made, a promise that we keep for all life to fill the love and wisdom of eternity. Good day to you, my friends. Well, I sure do hope that his words made as big a difference with you as they do with me. Like I said, for almost the past two years, we've been having a conversation with Eric. He never misses a beat. He'll answer any question you give with dignity and respect and kindness and love. So join us anytime. Also come to our Sunday gathering. It's free where you get to witness a mediumship demonstration right in our Zoom meeting. And it's filled with inspiration and hope and just all good things. So I'm really happy that I was brave and just shared this with you today. Our home base is wedontdie.com. We always have so many things going on, but be sure to click the Facebook group at the top of the page because people need people, and it's a really good place to meet new friends and communicate about this. Really is. So, my friends, I'm Sandra Champlain. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.